0: phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com Music Speaks. That's betterhelp.com slash music speaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.
1: at checkout for 10% off your order.
0: That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code Speaks for 10% off today.
1: Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing
0: that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face.
1: Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres. Review
0: band biographies and more. This is the "When Words Fail" Music Speaks podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox.
1: Hey, it's me. It's J A C, and welcome back to the "When Words Fail" Music Speaks podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox, and Disney did hire me, but I'm still not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets. Boo! Boo on them.
0: Sorry, if you notice my dancing, it's just because we have only the best theme song in the world. We do. Um, created by our friend Doc Brass. Yeah. Um,
1: speaking it's of really him, good.
0: I love it. I love
1: speaking it. Of, speaking of him, uh, his liver uh, gave out on him. So he's in that. Oh, he, he, for, for what I know, he's still in the hospital. Oh, man. But yeah, so praise him big time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Because I didn't know it. I mean, we, we talk occasionally not all the time. Yeah. And I saw him out on the hospital on the Instagram page. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I no. Yes, yeah, so I'll reach it out to him. I'm like, man, you better not do this again. I'm yeah. Okay. Doing
0: well, good to know. I uh, yeah. no, I, I I had no idea. So, yeah. yeah. Our thoughts yeah. and prayers are with, are with uh, our buddy Doc Brass.
1: Yeah. 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 But you are... Cool
0: oh yeah who am i i am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room don't you know uh only when i'm on when i'm playing those drums though i'm your endless source of useless music knowledge my name is blake mosley aka brosley aka emo Beemo. Emo, um, and i will tell you this lately i have fully embraced <coughs> my emo roots um and uh, all the nostalgia yeah. that comes with it um so for the for, for you Sumter folks, uh there there's been uh, at the Sumter Original Brewery or SOB, um, as it's so uh commonly uh uh condensed to, um, they have been doing something every Thursday called open jam. Um and it's something that's gonna continue throughout the summer. Um so if you're looking for something to do on a Thursday night, come out to the Sumter Original Brewery from seven to nine. Um and there you can literally just show up with a guitar and just hop up there and start playing. Uh, It's the coolest thing in the world. I love the way it's designed. Um, You know, there's like a few of us that's kind of been playing every week and kind of playing together. And we'll text each other and be like, hey, what do you what do you guys want to play this week? What's something we could be listening to? Um, And I love love it. Not a lot of pressure. It's kind of like, hey, listen to it. We'll jam out to it. You know, move on. So um, it's been really fun. But our buddy, Travis Curry, uh, who works there, um, he uh, we have started kind of jamming a little bit more together again. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we, we almost pulled out all the stops for some, uh, for some emo classics. Whenever we were jamming the other night, um, we started to run through a few songs. We ended up not playing all three of them. Um, but we started jamming, uh, the middle by Jimmy Eat world. Um, I'm not okay by my chemical romance. And then Ohio's for lovers, uh, by (laughs) Hawthorne nights. And, uh, we had planned on playing those songs. Um, but it just kind of didn't work out, didn't feel solid enough about him, but we ended up playing the middle and it was so much fun. And I, I I have to tell you, open jam at the brewery is, has been such a blast. And, uh, like I said, every Thursday, seven to nine at the Sumter original brewery, if you want to come out and play some music of uh, on your own, um, you are more than welcome to do that. Just show up, uh, and, uh, you know, let the guys know that you're there for that and they'll find a slot to fit you in and you can do however many songs you want to do. Um, and it's just, it's so fun. So, um, really, really looking forward to continuing that throughout the summer. So nice, nice.
1: Speaking of emo music, uh, I, I, we in it, Well, I, we, I, 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 always want to say you and me, cause that's what I think about us when we started to do this. But I yeah. forget that you sometimes can't do the interviews with me and that. stuff. Uh, yeah. But that's it. okay, though. Um, soon, you know, we'll get soon. On.
0: Maybe, maybe soon. Yeah.
1: Maybe soon, but uh, but I interviewed the space between. They're a new up and coming band. Um, and was
0: uh, that taken from the Dave Matthews song? Because if so, I love love I don't that. Know. song. I didn't ask. One them of my that. faves. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I forgot to ask him that. Lost spray. But uh, spring. their drummer looks yeah. eerie, like like Adam Adam from Tool. You know, the guitarist. Uh huh. All okay. right, on that. Yeah, he likes a Sevenfold. unfold. I don't, so that, but that's okay. You know, I mean, hey, buddy, you know, is hey, when remind me,
0: I've got an episode idea for you regarding a Sevenfold. unfold. So okay. let's, we'll come, we'll come back to that.
1: All right. So you said, so you're saying, don't backtalk a vengeance no,
0: You might, you might end up eating them words, okay. uh, before, okay. before it's all said and done because I'm gonna make a believer
1: out of you one of these days. You just I wait. Like I like it. All, all right. Like it. All right. But he, uh, um, he goes to the Black Parade album every time he gets, you know. Yes. Fan, and, and, and depressed. So yeah, that, that that that's one more for chemical rom- romance too. Because like, absolutely, you know, and I I know my chemical romance like like big on emo, but sometimes you know I mean albums can move you to you know.
0: Absolutely, oh, and yeah. I, and I'll say this about the black the Black Parade too, um, and you know like at the time it was like now looking back on it now it's been almost 20 years since that album came out right so which is crazy to me by the way to even say yeah. um but looking back on it now like emo culture is so much more embraced than it was back then for for those of us who real who genuinely enjoyed that kind of music um it was not very popular it really was right. Wasn't. right. Yeah. Um, and it was it was its own little subculture. And that's what was kind of fun and cool about it. I've always enjoyed those types of things. I've always gravitated towards that type of music that has this like almost like cult following,
1: right. you know,
0: The you know, uh, w- w- no matter what it was. Uh, and um, so back then I did love the Black Parade. Now, the, and, and, you know, oddly enough, the story if, if, for those of you who don't know, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance is a concept album. And maybe one day we'll we'll like actually do like a whole episode just talking about the the concept album itself. But
1: didn't um, we do one on my on uh, on my chemical romance though? Like way back when. You know, I think uh, we talked about remember, it, but I don't know
0: if we ever did.
1: Because I remember you you were telling me that they had a, such a hard time recording this album. I mean, it was all they, did. Like,
0: they recorded it out. in like a haunted. Castle or yeah, something, yeah. Uh, which makes it even cooler. Uh, but one we um,
1: episode, but I don't know. I'm,
0: yeah, I think I don't think we ever did it. We t- I know we talked about it, but maybe okay. maybe not a full episode. We've done so many episodes by now. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot what we have three, and haven't three done. Year, um, three
1: years worth, of, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> But what what I think you know what what's so cool about that album in particular, um, and you know that it's a concept album. So it's a it's a story about a person who is dying of cancer. Mm. Uh Right. And dies at the very beginning of the album. Right. Okay. In the first song, uh, you know, that the kind of like intro and then the first song is called dead. So okay. like, you know, and then the rest of the album is about his transition into the afterlife. Mm. Um, and, you know, oddly enough, around that time, it was st- it would still be another like year or two before my my dad actually passed away from cancer. But that album yeah. was so big. And so meaningful to me at that time because of all the things that my dad was going through Mm. with uh, his cancer and in and out of the hospitals and chemo treatments. And, you know, the toll that it takes on the family and then the toll that it takes on him. And it was it was that album was a great way for me to kind of cope with what was going on. Um, So that that's why that album holds so much meaning to me. Right. um and it truly is like one of my favorite albums that has ever been made in the history of music um and i th- i think that it it so right so rightly deserves the uh the nickname of uh, i heard it described one time as uh an emo kids sergeant peppers you know like That's that fair. it truly is you yeah, know like yeah. um That's it totally it fair. is just such a great album from start to finish such a great concept album. Um, everything about it was just uh perfect to me, and uh, it mean it holds a, a a very special place in my heart. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Uh, I I would I would turn on the Black Parade, any point in my life, uh, until up until the day I die. I guarantee it. So,
1: I think that the, the space between drummers and Tom. So Tom, there you go. Yeah, black, yeah, there you go, same, Tom. I'm with you. Same emotion on that, my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I okay. So I got one more thing to um yeah share with y'all in the in the music world of podcasting. The um, first question is: Are you free next Saturday? Mm,
0: I don't know. It's so hard for me to <laughs> to figure oh, out when oh, I'm man. actually free these days. We got to hang out again, and I got yeah, the best love to
1: ever because uh, well, you know me for for years, but uh you we yeah. talk about pathos and logos? Like, yes,
0: I have. Yeah, the uh, the infamous story about them uh, uh, not being able to uh, what was it? They couldn't find an Uber
1: or they, somewhere to stay. Is that they what it was? Find a re- they, they they couldn't find a rental car.
0: A rental car. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. They, also right.
1: they ran out of the U-Haul and they came 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 to the show. Um, yeah. I forget what the what the um, place is called. Now. Oh man, I you know. Uh, and you saved
0: the day. And I
1: yeah, you well, saved the day. Well, I tried to save the day, but they found a, a, a U-Haul. Um, the last minute, because I said, hey, me. well, you I were willing to do it anyway, with the, with the rental truck, rental car. Company. Yeah. But you had to bring it back to you, but, but you had to bring the car back to the place. Right, right. No, so they can do that. I'm like, sure. That. Yeah, but they you all is great. You, you, but anyway, yeah. uh, they're, they're coming. They're coming uh, next Saturday. OK, and I'm trying to talk them into staying another day so we can hang out. Sure. But the main reason why I, I, I pointed out those guys is. um. They made me a a uh, a song, um. By El, they they did a cover song for me, for my uh. um, cousin and newly uh, step cousin, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they, you know they got married and they did an Elvis song and it was great. Yeah. Um, so I'm wor- so i working with them to make more cover songs. Right. Here's here's the idea, and this is for everybody, okay. okay. every female, I should say. Okay. Uh, I had them create a, back, a, a, a a a an instrumental background song of the death tones of my own summer.
0: Uh, okay, yeah.
1: My, my greatest song ever made, probably. It's a great song, summer. absolutely. Was, my God, yeah. So I made I made them I I I asked them to make me one and just send me the demo. They're not done yet. Okay. But I think now it's it's the time that I can reach out to all female singers. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm looking for is I'm looking for three female singers to sing each. I think there's three verses in the song. To sing each verse one time, and I think it'll be a blast, you know, because I'm trying to get so into cool. producing, you know, music, music wise. Right. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet, but uh, you know, but take this, take take this um tour with me and see where we can go.
0: Man, that is awesome. It really is. I, I I'm so I'm so happy to hear that. That is that yeah. is so cool.
1: And I want you to get in it too. So maybe you can, um, yeah, I'd love get to. guys that, you know, and, uh, and make some back and, traction and, and Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what I'm looking for is I'm looking for three singers that are female females. Mm-hmm. got to be female cause I never, heard, female. I never heard Strong that song in a, in, in a female voice before, you know? Yeah. And I, and to me, females, to me, female, female singers are much more, um, special to me i guess it's more it's yeah. more
0: pleasant on the ears i will yeah, admit special. that like yeah. it, absolutely
1: right. yes. I, I have
0: always loved a female-led band yeah um Hear more, evanescence um the list goes on it's just away, like just so yeah. great yeah lacuna right. coil
1: yep So well, yeah so uh reach out to me at james at winwordsville.com or or Insta- instagram me and uh let's head it up so
0: hey Awesome. And speaking yes. of great female vocalists, yes, we are we're getting on part two and uh, we're going to wrap up our our uh, our little series that we've started on uh, T-Swift yes, um, yeah. and uh, hopefully like this is this is pleasing to all the Swifties out there because they are scary and I would not like to be uh, caught in, in a dark alley with a Swiftie who had any kind of uh, uh, misinformation. About what I may have said on this podcast. And they're like, nope, you got that story wrong. And then they shank me. So uh, if you're a Swifty out there, I hope that we are doing T-Swift justice. Um, uh... We are are going to, you know, uh, uh, really talk about some more of her life, kind of understand where she's at. One thing I love about Taylor Swift, not only, again, just how creative she is and how catchy all her songs are. But she's a big advocate for like mental health. Like she's very, very open, especially recently has been very, very open about like depression uh, and uh, all her struggles of, uh, you know, of what of of what you go through um, as a as a musical artist. Uh, And I I think that's I think that that adds a sense of of realness to her and makes makes us all kind of look at her differently. Like, yeah, she's still like this big time celebrity, famous singer, whatever. But she's a human being, too, and she's very open to showing you her human side. Like, I, I'm i just a normal person, too. Yeah. I have normal person emotions and, and, and feelings, and I experience some of the same things, even though, yes, I am a celebrity, but I still have feelings. And I think that's something we forget about a lot when it comes to celebrities, because we love to crap all over them all the time. Uh, you know, look at what happened to Britney years ago. Like everybody was making fun of Britney Spears for her mental breakdown. Like That's, that's messed up. You know, she yeah. she's a human person. She's a human being and uh, she has human emotions. And uh, unfortunately, as we learned in our uh, two parter that we did on Britney, um, you know, she was taken advantage of at a pretty early well, age Yeah, and yeah. Uh, for most of her life. So she has, you know, and then just had a mental breakdown one day and we laughed about it. How messed up is that? It's so messed up. Yeah. You know, but I, I love that Taylor Swift constantly reminds us that she is a human being at right. the end of the day. So
1: anyway. And and, and my niece is a Swifty, so it, it comes because yeah, okay. she went to she went to uh Taylor Swift's concert last week. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um but her but her dad um took her took her with her, so took, yeah. Took her with him, so that's good. Hey, I've I've got a friend uh,
0: too that just recently saw her, uh, yeah. Michaela Lopez. Well, it's not Lopez anymore. It was Lopez, uh, before she got married, but Michaela, if you're listening, um, I saw her posts about, you know, they flew out to, I think, Indianapolis to see Taylor Swift. Uh, and, uh, Michaela actually met Taylor Swift's mom, really? uh, at the, at the show. So that's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Nice. Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, how hey, you, mom? How are you doing? Yeah. Let's get your daughter on our show, please. I don't know how much please, it would cost. Please us, and thank God, you. Know. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not, but I'm not paying anywhere many. near 5000 My my um my step brother step brother in law Roy yeah he did not pay anywhere near the or outrageous amounts of money that they yeah were so he was lucky so yeah
0: I can only imagine man. My cousin hit me up this week about going to see Tool in Knoxville, and I was like, cool. How much oh, are the tickets? Hit me up. Do no. I <laughs> yeah, well? <laughs>
1: I, was like, he, I was
0: like, how much are the tickets? $329 a piece. Nope. And I was like, I'm good. I'm, nope. I'm fine. Thank you. Love I'm tool. Right. Don't love them enough to spend that kind of money. Uh, well,
1: now, now was, that, was that pretty good seats or was it all the way? I don't
0: know. I don't know. Uh, also, my, I was, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, Brian, uh, really wanted to take me to go see Blink uh, when they come to Charlotte. Oh, I do not uh, know next week the t- and the tickets even went down in price and uh oh, he was gonna you know and he was gonna get them for me for like an early birthday present so yeah. su- super nice um but it you know it's in the middle it well it's not the middle of the week it's on a friday and i but i would have to you know where i currently live i would have to like basically take the day off to be able to kind of make it well I, anyway i couldn't get the day off so <laughs> in the end, of the end of the day like i it was too short notice i couldn't get the day off it yeah. wouldn't have worked out but anyway maybe maybe when blink comes back around i can go i can go see them but
1: yeah maybe we can get them on the
0: show i would love to
1: travis, love to have that travis come on you know hey travis hey, hey there okay so back to taylor swift let's talk yeah. about so, let's, okay let's talk about her album 1989 and her reputation yeah so in march 2014 uh Swift began li- living in new york city uh which is a trap because we, if <laughs> anybody knows new york city you can't ever you you don't ever want to move from there so, <laughs> yeah um she worked on her fifth two album 1989 which is one of my which is my all-time favorite uh record yeah it's a great one yeah because Style, the funk style, right? Uh, with producers Jack Antinoff, Max Martin, Shellback—that's the full name, Shellback. Shellback, one more um, word, yeah. Uh, Emoji Hip, Ryan Tedder, and Ali Peryabi. Payabi. sure. Okay, um, salami. <laughs> she promoted the <laughs> she promoted the album through various compa- campaigns, including inviting fans. Uh, called these my, mm-hmm. my niece is one of them, mm-hmm. uh, to a secret listening session for the first time. How awesome would that be? You oh know? man, I can't even imagine. Awesome if I, I was there? right, yeah, uh, that would be cool. Hmm. The album was released on October 27th, 2014, and debuted atop the US Billboard 200 with sales of 1.20 million copies in its first week. How unbelievable.
0: Oh my gosh. And let's let's talk about this too. Let's talk about the fact that this was this was definitely her first uh transition into Okay, so as as we have seen before with her previous albums, with Red being the one before 1989. Red, yeah. Red still had a little bit of those country roots that were kind of sprinkled in there to kind of remind you of where she came from. But if we look at Red as a whole, it was definitely like, hey, this is the the direction that I plan on going. And I hope that all of you are going to you know, tag along. Um, she was very much kind of shedding that country uh, skin oh, and kind of yeah. fully embracing the pop side of things. But 1989 was like, kick down the door and was like, hey, I'm a pop star now. Forget about country. This is full blown pop music. Um and uh I, I think it's great. There's some great songs on there.
1: there is. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's Style, because it, Style reminds me of the 80s so much, and that's my yeah. favorite song ever from her. Right. You know, including the other ones, but no but no other one is more meaningful to me than the song Style. I love yeah, it, you know.
0: So. Absolutely. So so uh it's it's singles Shake It Off, Blank Space, and Bad Blood, you know. I, I don't I don't yeah. care for Shake It Off very much, but I love blank space and bad blood those are great songs Um, but they reached number one in Australia Canada and the US the first two making Swift the first woman to replace herself uh, at the hot 100 top spot Um, other singles included uh, style as you mentioned before wild dreams um, out of the woods and new romantics Uh, the 1989 world tour ran from May to December of 2015 and was it was the highest grossing tour of the year with 250 million dollars in Total revenue, so how much of that has contributed to Ticketmaster just being a bunch of douchebags and upping the price of everything? We'll never know. Still, very impressive
1: ticket sales, I'd say. Before we move on, for anybody yeah. who likes cover songs, um, obviously we got to show cover cover wars, but uh, but there's a band called I Prevail, which does a ba- booming uh cover of Blake's I'll be right back.
0: Baseball. I'm gonna go throw up real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you yeah. don't like it.
0: I hate that band. And you know really? what? If if you're if you're okay with it, if you're all right, let's do this. Let's do this. All right. See, see, Future of episode idea. idea. Future That's episode it. idea. All right. Uh-huh. I hate I Prevail. I yeah. hate that band. I truly do. I so think they're I just a to remember is, rip-offs. So uh, I
1: prevail is more like my um Avenged Sevenfold.
0: Exactly. So uh, one day we're gonna do an episode on Avenged Sevenfold. And I um, prevail. And and we'll do an episode on I Prevail. And maybe by the end of it, you can change my mind about that band. And then you can change my mind I can mind change your it. mind about event seven
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Let's Fair? Do it. All right. Mark
0: your mark it in the books. Every time I see a I Prevail video on Facebook or Instagram, I report it. Have you have you?
1: And heard our it? last night. I have hate that Have you heard that cover song yet though?
0: I have heard it. Oh my I have.
1: God, this is so good.
0: I have. But again, that is a that is where my like metalcore cover fatigue started, because I was like, okay, it, guys. and then they got super popular off of it, and I was yeah. like, you got popular yeah. off a cover song. Let's hear how your original song sound, and I was like, nope, not a fan, and I, I've i been done
1: with them, so yeah, yeah maybe you can change my mind. Yeah, sometimes bands aren't as good as what they did with their cover songs, because cover songs are already written. It's already, right. already mapped out as, as yeah. one would say, yeah. I think getting popular like that off
0: of a cover song, to me, in kind of a way. Boy, that's a good start, you know,
1: a good start but, though.
0: I mean, it's a know. good start. I agree. It kind of gets your name out there, but you've you've got to have solid backup songs. You've got to have solid originals to to you know. So <laughs> you're, anyway,
1: a hater, you're just hater. In the now, future, man. stay
0: tuned. We'll do an episode. Maybe James can change my mind about Blake uh, is uh, now known as
1: uh, Blake the Hater of I Prevail. Until boy. I prove him wrong. Yeah. So, okay. So prior to 80, 1989's release, uh, Taylor Swift stressed the importance of albums to arts artists and fans. In November 2014, she removed her entire catalog from Spotify, which is great because I hate Spotify, arguing that the streaming company's ad supported, a uh, free service und- und- what undermined the premium service, which provides higher royalties for songwriters? Yes, it does because uh, Spotify pays them nothing. Apple literally Apple, Apple, nothing, yes. and I
0: and I understand that. We'll talk about that more later.
1: Please, please, yep. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, but in a June twenty fifteen open letter, uh, Swift criticized Apple Music, oh, for not offering royalties to artists during the streaming services three months trial period. Yeah. And stated that she would pull 1989 from the Apple Music Catalog. Oh, no. Well, I yeah. guess everybody says let them just Spotify. And, you know, but that's the hate. I still don't like them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the following day, Apple Inc., Apple Incorporated, announced that it would pay artists during the free trial period. Ah, see? See, Blake, the hater. Yeah. <laughs> and well, Smith well. agreed to let 1989 on the streaming service Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, Swiss Intellectual Property Rights Holding Company, T A T A S Rights Management, filed for seventy three trademarks related to Swift and the nineteen eighty nine era memes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Spotify <laughs> for a minute. So okay. yes, there have been. Now I'm a Spotify user. I have a Spotify account. Oh. Uh, I used to have an Apple Music but you have account. An Apple but honestly, I know, but <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> i found spotify to be a lot easier to use and also there were a lot of spotify exclusive podcasts so it made more sense for me to get a spotify account um i found it easier to use the playlists alone i think are great i that was me personally i was just like yeah, i yeah, found yeah, spotify yeah. easier to use
1: yeah, yeah. but, um, but i do that's, understand that's fair yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. totally fair because like because i know how Apple Music has some of their stuff you can't really find on the dot, so that's how I get that. Yeah, yeah.
0: and that's the tricky part too. And it, and it, and there there are some songs and albums that you can't find on either one, uh, for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. Um. And I'll, um, I'll never understand it. Thank God for YouTube. Um. So that way we can still have the band Pumpkin.
1: Ghost Machine. No, I haven't. It's a lead singer by I, I, by Ivan Moody, the guy from um, Okay, um, Five Finger Death Finger. Punch. And you yeah. can't find that out, on either out, on either yeah. and it's unbelievable high pressed on uh, on uh, Discogs.com. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so sometimes you can't find that, that, that yeah. album at all. You know, yeah, it's tricky. So, yeah, so but makes, yeah, yeah, I I I think I, I know the
0: controversy surrounding Spotify, and I know yeah. understand the whole royalties thing, and and there are like I, I have seen a breakdown about like how many times you would have to listen to a song for the artists to make even a decent amount of money off of it. And it is absurd. It's like um,
1: 1.1 billion, times something, something
0: like that. It was absolutely ridiculous. So I totally get it. And a lot of people crapped all over her for this because they were like, you're Taylor Swift. Why do you care? Like, look, man, that's, that's their, that is their source of income. That is their job. Their money is to make music for you to listen to. And they make the music, their product that they have created off you, Using it, you you listen to the song. They make a few. They make a few cents off of it. That's yeah. how it works, right? Yeah, the, and that, it's a few cents. It, most, that's all it is.
1: The most that the artist makes would be from digital, digital downloads and merchandise yeah. at, the store, at the show. Merchandise,
0: yeah. ticket sales. You know, everything like that's why all these the, things happen.
1: Everything yes, else they, goes to the record company, especially a it. band
0: starting out. Support that. Support yeah. those those local bands, man. They they're giving up. A lot of them are giving up their day jobs so that they can go out on tour um, and hope that maybe they'll just make it one day. Um, so right. when you go see a band, get a T-shirt, like support them. That is, they're they're going to make more off that T-shirt um, than you streaming their songs or even buying the albums or like, it, like it, that's how they make their money. It, it's not all just getting up there and getting to play music for free. Like that's not the rock star lifestyle. <laughs> that's not something you can maintain if you don't have money. If you don't have money to make it to the next gig because you can't put freaking gas in the van, what are you going to do? Like, that's why these things are so important. So good, I think good on her for realizing uh, Spotify's, uh, you know, kind of shadiness when it came to paying artists. Uh, And then, yeah, a three-month free trial of Apple Music and the artists that these people were using that free trial weren't getting paid a freaking dime. That's so not fair. I right. I but totally
1: agree with. But her. they turned around and paid them. They well, did. They made it right. But had she not done that, how how much longer would that have gone on? You know, right? Exactly. So yeah, yeah. the only band um, that can afford to give away an album for free that we did not want is YouTube. Remember that whole oh shit when the they day? put
0: the album on your phone without that's you already,
1: knowing. Nobody that wanted. Was weird. It. Nobody wanted, and it was not good. I did not like. it. I, I tried. I, it. I was like,
0: oh, maybe, I didn't maybe even listen
1: to it though. No, but uh, but I should go back and listen to it. I don't know where yeah, that they, was,
0: It's I, time to hang it up. I think. I think they can tour and do all their classics. But as far as new music goes, hang it up. Yeah, yeah. Um. But anyway. You. So so she then returned to her. Uh, she returned her entire catalog plus 1989 to Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Play, um, and other digital streaming platforms in June of 2017. Uh, Swift was named. Billboard's Woman of the Year in 2014, becoming the first artist to win this award twice. Uh, At the 2014 American Music Awards, uh, Swift received the inaugural Dick Clark Award for Excellence. Uh, And then on her 25th birthday in 2014, the Grammy Museum at LA Live opened an exhibit in her honor in Los Angeles that ran until October 4th of 2015 uh, and broke museum attendance records. In 2015, Swift won the Brit Award for International Female Solo Artist, uh, the video for Bad Blood won Video of the Year and Best Collaboration at the 2015 MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, Swift was one of the eight artists to receive a 50th Anniversary Milestone Award uh, at the 2015 Academy of Country Music Awards. Um, excuse me, I'm a little sniffly today. Uh, at the 58th Grammy Awards in 2016, 1989, one Album of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Album. Uh, and Bad Blood won Best Music Video. Uh, Swift was the first woman. And fifth act to overall uh, win album of the year twice as a lead artist, so nice. a lot of accolades just in that very short amount of time as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: So okay, so here we go with, with the with uh. Dated, personal life. Dating some bright and personal stuff. Yeah. Well. So. The the guts. <laughs> the, juices. the juice. The uh, so Taylor Swift dated Scottish DJ Calvin Harris. I don't think I know him. He did some,
0: uh, yeah. I like Calvin Harris. Uh, he he did uh, like a song or two with uh, Ellie Goulding. I really okay. like Ellie Goulding. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. good stuff.
1: I think she's Rob Schneider's daughter, right? Really? That's what I heard. Oh I'm gonna look, look, look up. that up. Look it up for me. I'm gonna look it up. So Taylor Swift, they, Taylor Swift, not Swift uh, <laughs> She dated uh, Scottish. The Swifties and, are coming after you. You pronounced her last name wrong. <laughs> uh. Please don't do that, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Because I know how rowdy they can be, so I don't want to get shanked like you. Well, anyway. Uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> dated Scottish DJ Calvin Harris from March 2015 through June 2016, one year. Uh, prior to the breakup, uh, they co-wrote the song This Is What You Came For, which features vocals from uh, Bar- Barbadian singer Rihanna uh, Swift was in, in uh initially credited under the pseudonym now so uh s-j-o-b-e-r-g who can pronounce uh foreign language words names. <laughs> um after briefly in english actor tom hiddleston
0: uh our, our loki our very own loki, loki. Uh, Swift yeah.
1: began dating English actor Joe Alwin, Alwyn A L W Y N in September 2016. Uh, she wrote the song "Better Man," not the Pearl Jam one, not the Pearl Jam uh, no. or the country band Little Big Town, which is great. Uh, earned yeah. Swift an award for the Song of the Year at the 51st CMA Awards. Uh, Swift, an English singer. Zayn
0: Malik. Zayn Malik. Yeah, Zayn Malik.
1: I uh, released a single together. I don't want to live forever for the soundtrack of the film Fifty Shades Darker, which is the Fifty Shades Gray trilogy. Right. True.
0: Yeah, yeah. Part of that.
1: whole uh, deal Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The song reached number two on in the US and won Best Collaboration at the twenty seventeen MTV Music Video Awards. Um, uh, in August 2017, uh, Swift successfully sued David M- Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, Mueller yeah. and formed radio jockey, and former radio jockey for KYGO-FM. Uh, so four years earlier, though, uh, Swift had maintained Mueller's bosses that he had sexually assaulted her mm. by groping her at an event. Uh-oh. Jeez. Yeah, so after he after being fired, uh, Mueller accused Swift of lying and sued her for damages on loss of employment. Shortly after that, though, uh, Swift countersued for sexual assault for uh, nominal damages. No, What? OK. Um, I don't know what that is.
0: I'm going to look it up while you. Uh... Uh, so nominal damages one... are very small damages awarded to show that the loss or harm suffered was technical rather than actual.
1: Okay. So if, if I'm not mistaken, she'll listen for $1. Is that correct? Yeah. For only $1, $1. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> let me hold a dollar, man. Um, let me hold a dollar. Uh, hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. That's right. Uh, the jury reacted Mueller's rejected Mueller's complaint, com, uh, claims and ruled in, Swift's, uh, in favor of Swift. So he had to over $1. I don't $1. know. If he was right there, or did he to send her like a check? Um, uh, she, she she should have uh, framed that check. If yeah, I mean, you know, what it wasn't yeah, check, so was, uh, how often do you get bought a, a pack, pack of Reese's
0: on the way out from the vending machine? One of the tickets, <laughs> yeah. Like screen, or dude. just give it
1: to like if, like a fan or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so after a after a one year hiatus from public spotlight, Swift cleared her social media accounts. I've seen this before with with Blink. Yeah, yeah, I remember when Blink did that before they announced that Tom was Tom returning. was coming back. Yeah, yeah, and then released "Look What You Made Me Do" as the lead single from her sixth album, Reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the single was Swift's first UK number one single, which is great. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. This, I'll be honest, this era uh, actually Reputation still had some good stuff on there. Yeah, um, oh, yes. it's, yeah, it's lover, I think, was the one that I was like, and eh, I didn't really like oh. anything from there. But um, yeah, so uh, speaking of which, are you going to Rob Schneider's daughter? No, she is not. I looked it no. up. Okay. Um, no, but maybe we can start a rumor that that she is. Um, you heard it. it here first. Ellie okay. Golding is Rob Schneider's daughter.
1: Some kind of famous musicians, Rob Schneider's daughter, for sure. Uh, and and
0: we'll look that up too. But I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go so far as to say that Ellie Golding is Rob Schneider's grandmother. How about that? Uh, we'll, there you go. Gonna try to one up the uh, the internet rumors, right? Um, so anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's get into Reputation a little bit. So it top charts in Australia, Ireland, New Zealand, uh, and the U.S. Uh, reputation was released on November tenth, twenty seventeen. Uh, it incorporated a heavy uh, electropop sound, along with hip-hop, R&B, and EDM influences. Uh, reviewers praised Swift's mature artistry, and uh, but some denounced the themes of fame and gossip. Uh, the album debuted uh, atop the Billboard 200 uh, with first-week sales at 1.21 million copies. Uh, Swift became the first act to have four albums sell 1 million copies within one week in the U.S., uh, the album topped the charts in the U.K., Australia, and Canada, and it sold over 4.5 million copies worldwide as of 2018. Uh, it spawned three other international singers, singles, excuse me, including the U.S. Top 5 entry, Ready For It, uh, and two U.S. Top 20 singles, Endgame, featuring Ed Sheeran and rapper Future uh, and Delicate. Uh, Swift launched the short-lived The Swift Life mobile app for fans in late of 2017, uh, Reputation was then nominated for best pop, uh, excuse me, best pop vocal album of the 61st uh, at the 61st annual Grammy Awards in 2019. Uh, at the American Music Awards of 2018, Swift won four awards, including Artist of the Year and Favorite Pop uh, Slash Rock Female Artist. Uh, and after the 2018 AMAs, Swift garnered a total of 23 awards, becoming the most awarded female musician in AMA history, a record previously held by the late Whitney Houston. Uh, in 20 uh, April of 2018, Swift featured uh, on country duo's uh, sh- country duo Sugarland's "Babe" um, in support of Reputation. She embarked on her Reputation Stadium Tour from May to November of 2018. Uh, In the U.S., the tour grossed, excuse me, $266.1 million in box office uh, sales and sold over 2 million tickets, breaking many of the records, Uh, the most prominent being the highest grossing North American concert tour in history. Uh, It grossed $345.7 million worldwide. It was followed up with an accompanying, accompanying concert film on Netflix. I have not watched it. I feel like I would enjoy it, though. Hmm.
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I did look up Rob Schneider's daughter, and it is a famous a musician by okay. Ellie, Ellie King. Ellie King, okay. Ellie gotcha. King is, 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 okay, is, okay, so we got another Ellie there. Which she makes good music. I mean, you know. Yeah, okay. I, but, but I was shocked when I found out that was Rob Schneider's daughter.
0: How like, about that? I, I still want to go with the Ellie Golding as Rob Schneider's grandmother.
1: There you go. <laughs> I don't see, know about we'll grandmother, that, man. we we'll that see if that...
0: We'll see if it has any traction. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll give that a go.
1: Yeah, start a meme, I guess. You know, make a meme and put that You out. heard
0: it here, folks. Here first, folks. <laughs> that's right. That's Ellie right. Goldie,
1: right. after right. Schneider's <laughs> grandmother. Right. Yeah. Or well, maybe that's why Ellie King is named Ellie. You know, could be after the grandma.
0: Could Come be named after her grandmother. It all makes right. sense.
1: And it, yeah, it all connects. It
0: all it all connects. It's yeah. all connected. That's right.
1: So let's talk about lover folklore and evermore okay so repetitions reputation the band the the album uh was swift's last album with big machine i guess that's a record. The record label
0: that she was yeah that she was signed to all those years ago
1: okay um yeah in november 2018 she signed a new uh deal with the universal music group That's uh, that's another uh, label yeah um Her subsequent releases were promoted by Republic Records. Uh, Swift said the the contract included a provision for her to maintain ownership of her masters, which is great. So in addition, uh, uh, in the event that Universal sold any part of the stakes in Spotify, it agreed to distribute a non recoupable portion of the proceeds among its artists vox called it a huge commitment from universal which is far from assured in quotations uh, until swift intervened
0: yeah we're getting some really tricky territory here uh when it comes to uh this we're we're getting up to the events that led her to come out with the uh the taylor's version version of of some of her albums yeah and uh honestly i think good on her right? right um So Swift released her seventh studio album, Lover, uh, in August of, uh, excuse me, August 23rd, 2019. Um, Besides Jack Antonoff, um, Swift worked with new producers, uh, Louis Bell, Frank Dukes, and Joel Little. Lover made Swift uh, the first female artist to have a sixth consecutive album sell more than 500,000 copies in one week in the U.S. Critics commended the album's free-spirited mood and emotional intimacy. The lead single, Me, Peaked at number two on the Hot 100. Other singles from Lover were the U.S. top 10 singles You Need to Calm Down and Lover, uh, title track, uh, and U.S. top 40 single The Man. Lover was the world's best-selling album by a solo artist of 2019, selling 3.2 million copies. Uh, Lover and its singles earned nominations at the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards in 2020, um, at the 2019 MTV Video Music Awards, uh, me won best visual effects. Um, and you need and you need to calm down. One video of the year and video for good. Um, which video for good? Uh, the MTV Music Video Award for Video for Good is an award handed out at the yearly MTV Music Video Awards. Uh, first introduced at the 2011 ceremony, originally named Best Music Video with the message. Uh, the word social was added to its name in 2013. Uh, for the first. Or excuse me, for the 2017 ceremony, the award was renamed best fight against the system while still being known for awarding videos that address current social and political subjects. In 2018, the award's name became video with the message. And in 2019, it was uh, changed to its current title of best um, uh, MTV uh, uh, video for good. So like it's gone through a lot of name changes, basically, like, does this music video send out a good message? Right. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Whatever it may be. Um, so uh, yeah. So Swift was the first female, um, and second artist overall to win Video of the Year for a video that they directed. So
1: nice, impressive, very, yeah. Yeah. So while promoting Lover, uh, Swift became embroiled in a public dispute with talent manager Scooter Braun. I have nothing to do with the name Scooter. Uh, I like Scooter from the Muppets. Well,
0: I can tell you this: of all the people named Scooter, he's probably the worst. <laughs> oh, great! Great. Yeah. I'm probably. We love Scooter from the Muppets. I'm, I'm probably, probably the like
1: best Scooter. Scooter from you know. So yeah. Scooter from the Muppets is is a uh, top notch there. So yeah,
0: I'd rather you get confused with Scooter from the Muppets than Scooter.
1: <laughs> <Run>. <laughs> there uh, you go. Yes. so okay. So Scooter Ron. Um, was the um, talent manager she had to get, uh in dispute with, and yep. also Big Machine over the purchase of the Masters for back catalog? Whoops, Swift said that she had been trying to buy the Masters, but Big Machine only allowed her to do to do so if she exchanged one new album for each older one under the, another contract, which she refused. Isn't that kind of okay? So That's stupid. Yeah. Wait. So she would have to make like like uh, like 8 am get 8 albums back is that, is that is that the deal uh
0: it's really a confusing it's, situation it's
1: one for each thing right yeah
0: basically at the end of the day looking at this whole thing they knew honestly i'm surprised she stayed with with big machine um as long as she did yeah but you know contracts are contracts right so you know she typically when you sign a contract like that you, you have to put out at least five albums, right. That's the right. like yeah, standard. That, you, yeah, you got cool. you have to do five albums under this record label. If you try to get out of it, it's just a messy situation right. um, which as we saw with Victory Records on our episode with that and all the bands that had an issue with that. Um, but kind of like a similar situation to those bands, this is just another case of people trying to take advantage of the situation after the artist says, you know what? I'm done with this label. I'm gonna move on instead of making things amicable they just have to be douchebags about it right so they're like well no um and despite the other artists that they had on their record label you know they they uh, they're they're losing the biggest artists in the world
1: yeah right well, Nobody, yeah. No, yeah, they nobody's can, ever really yeah,
0: heard of yeah. big machine before but yet big machine was the record label for one of the biggest musical acts that's ever been and uh they were just trying to you know get as much out of her as possible and the, it kind of creates a a messy situation and basically puts more money in their pockets rather than what she would be making. And she's the one doing all the hard work. Right. So, um, so anyway, Swift began re-recording her back catalog in November of 2020. Uh, besides music, she played, I'm going to try to pronounce this right. Forgive me. I've only, wa- I-, I halfway watched. I don't even know if I made it halfway. Tried to watch this movie. Bomba Bomb, 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 bomb. Arena, spell it, B O M B A L U R I N A. Bombalarina. I'll have to ask my friend Ann how to pro- properly pronounce that. She loves the movie cats,
1: really. Okay.
0: Um, so yeah, so she played a cat, uh, in the movie adaptation of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical Cats in 2019, uh, for which she co wrote and recorded the Golden Globe nominated song, original song, Beautiful Ghosts. Uh, critics panned the film, uh, but but praised Swift's performance. And I will say, she was the better part. Of all that. And that movie had Audra Selva in it, and I freaking love Audra Selva. Right. Uh, But even his performance in that was not very good. So the documentary Miss Americana, which chronicled parts of Swift's life and career, premiered at the 2020 Sundance Film Festival and was released on Netflix that January. Swift signed a global publishing deal with Universal uh, Music, excuse me, Universal Music Publishing Group in February of 2020 after her 16 year old contract with Sony ATV expired. So,
1: yeah. Nice. Nice. Amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, Swift released two uh, surprise albums, Folklore, and on July 24th and Evermore on December 11th, 2020. I love surprise albums, you no. Know? I do,
0: too. I love it when they're like, hey, by the way, here's a brand new album that you guys didn't even know was coming out. Enjoy. Most uh,
1: most um. I don't know if anybody who knows besides do with me, but Biscuit surprises all when they release. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a big shot at,
0: uh, on it. on Halloween last year, correct? You're right, that's right, and it was good. I liked it.
1: Yeah, so um,
0: I liked it. Um, and what I what I love about this too was because it was just such a surprise. It's kind of like taking, kind of taking advantage of the the fact that during twenty twenty, so many artists just couldn't they couldn't do anything. Right. Right. So like a lot of and, and as we interviewed a lot of, you know, our, our podcast started in 2020.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, we we used a lot of our interviews that we did with bands to kind of talk about that. And like, what is what does that look like as an artist? Um, you're everything shut down. You can't tour like you, you can't do anything. Um, and a lot of them have the same, you know, things just to, to talk about. Well, we use this time to write new music. Um, you've got downtime, like you've got time to focus. You've got time to be creative, yeah. um, and take advantage of that. Like the world has shut down, but I can still do this. I can do what right. I love. Yeah. And she, Taylor Swift, being the amazing songwriter that she is, it she was able to put albums, out
1: two full length albums in a year,
0: year, right? Because of all this, so it's just it's it's impressive. I love it.
1: So she released Folklore and Evermore on the year 2021 in July and one in December. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both explore indie folk and alternative rock with more muted uh, production um, compared to uh, for her previous upbeat pop songs. Yes. Uh, Swift wrote and recorded these albums with producer Jack Antonoff and Aaron Dresner from from The National. I guess that's uh is a, a band, band. Yeah. Okay, yeah yeah okay, band. Band. okay cool mm-hmm. cool cool um alan co-wrote and co-produced slick songs under the pseudonym william bowery uh the album garnered widespread critical claims acclaim uh the guardian and vox opened uh that folklore and opinioned uh yeah I- Opin opined I don't know. O p i n e d for people who look It's
0: like I get Opinion. like some people want to be fancy with their words when they say. That. Yeah, just, I think just
1: it's oh, I, I think it's opinioned. But hey, we're opinioned. gonna find out. We're
0: gonna find out right now. Let's let's, let's hear. Here's the proper pronounce pr- pronunciation of that. Ready? Oh crap! Hold on. Here we go. Opine. Opined. 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 Thank I you, Google. I use okay. that a lot.
1: So the Guardian in the box opined. Thank yes. you, Siri. Uh, <laughs> that folklore and evermore emphasized Swift's work ethic and increased her artistic credibility. Mm-hmm. Three singles supported each of the albums cater, uh, catering the U.S. Mainstream Radio, Country Radio, and AAA Radio. The singles in, in that order were Cardigan, Betty, and Exile. Exile. And Exile. Exile um as a metal band that did the exile but wait, i'm, yeah. I'm too far from myself <laughs> but um, i i i think it's um, welcome to my brain i do that all the time well, who did the exile song uh some kind of like dark metal band i don't know if, if you can't look yeah. up for me um i'll look at it up. in exile from folklore and willow nobody no crime and country and coney island from evermore Swift began, yeah. became the first artist to debut a U.S. number one album uh, and a number one song uh, at the same time with, with Folklore, um, Folklore's Cardigan, and Evermore's Willow. Folklore was 2020's best-selling album in the U.S. with 1.2 million copies. It won Album of the Year at the uh, 63rd Annual Grammy Awards. Megan Swift, the first woman to win the award thrice, which means three times. Three times, right? Yep. But at the 2020 American Music Awards, Swift won three awards again, including Artist of the Year for the record for the record third consecutive time, and was 2020's highest-paid musician in the U.S. and the world's highest-paid solo musician.
0: Okay. I got a couple things to say. Number Wait. one, I looked it up there. Uh, so there is a song called exile by the band soil work, which I don't know. I'm not familiar. Yeah,
1: yeah that's not, but nice.
0: there is, and this is what I thought you might've been talking about, but there is a white chapel song called this yes. is exile. Is that it? Yeah. I do yeah. like white chapel. Um, oh, so oh, that's, please,
1: please welcome to our brains. Cause every time we hear the word, we're like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's from that. Yeah. This, that's that's so, where it goes. You'll hear that a lot of the time on this, um, <laughs> on this podcast. So please excuse us. But yes. All right.
0: So yeah. my next my next comment. So one of my favorite songs by Taylor Swift is "Nobody No Crime." Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and here's here's why. So one day, and and at this time, Lover kind of like was just not I was not into Lover at all. So when Folklore and Evermore came out, I was kind of like i eh, not I don't know if I'm really gonna check it out. I knew I heard it was a new direction. I was like maybe it'd be cool. She yeah. was also collaborating with Bonavir. Um, so I thought that might have been you know a really cool collaboration too i know casey our buddy casey um mm-hmm. casey allen uh is a huge Bonavir fan um and right, he right. was crazy about this taylor swift album when it came out uh, need for to that
1: reason. yeah, need yeah to i
0: would love i need run. to get him back on i need to reach need back out
1: please reach out to him, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: but i'm listening to a podcast called crime junkies um and they're just they're talking about this story uh, of a, you know, of a woman who had, you know, uh, suspicions that her husband was cheating on her. Um, yeah. and you know, then there's a murder, a murder. Oh. And, uh, you know, so then we I'm listening to it. And at the end of the episode, it turns out the episode came out on April fool's day. So as I'm listening to it, they were like April fools. Yes. We used lyrics from the song. Nobody, no crime off of Taylor Swift's new album. Uh, as inspiration for an April, April Fool's joke episode, um, and uh, so it was. It was just very clever. I thought I was very, very clever. It made me go listen to the song, and I was like, "Oh my god, this song is great." To which I then started listening to a little bit more from songs from Folklore and Evermore, and it's very different. It's very indie, um, but uh, but very good at the same time. So right, nice, yeah, nice. Um. So all right now. I'm. This is the whole reason I even wanted to do an episode on Taylor Swift because I just think this is amazing. About the re-recordings, yeah, Yeah. and then uh, her newest album, Midnight. So, following the masters dispute, uh, Swift released two re-recorded albums: Fearless, Taylor's version, and Red, Taylor's version, in April and November of 2021, respectively. Both of them debuted atop the Billboard 200. Obviously, I mean, duh. Uh, With the former being the uh, first re-recorded album album to ever do so and I want to say something about that too. what you're starting to see now, especially with a lot of those bands that were on indie labels like Victory uh, and other ones like that, when they get off of those record labels, they want to re-record those albums um they they run into this dispute of I I would like to make more money off of the songs that I wrote. And that is totally okay. I get it. Some people are like that's very greedy. Other people, I get it. I, I am one of those people that I, I totally get it. The issue with that is a lot of times when you re-record these albums, it's twenty years after the album came out, um, and it just does not sound the same because you've aged. It, you know, like it, it happens. It's a, and it's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Silverstein did this recently where they re-recorded a lot of their old songs since fail has been doing that and it's kind of hit or miss. Some of them sound really good. Some of them are, are just like, "Eh, I like the original better. Um, unfortunately that's contributing more to the previous record label that they had rather than to what the artist is making now where they would make more money off of the newest one because they solely own the rights to that. They recorded it themselves. Like everything is coming straight to them. Just doesn't sound as good for her. So for her to do this Yeah. and I've listened to both of these versions, um, and they're great because she, she's just she's just so talented. So I, I don't know. It's it's it is a rare thing to have a re-recorded album do so well like that.
1: Yeah, most most albums like like you said don't don't have the same uh, feeling you did when you first heard the album the first time. Uh, Lacuna Coil re-recorded their, their album "Communities" and it wasn't as good as their first album, but it's yeah. But but they added new stuff and new like this like they sounded more gr- more hardcore. I didn't like that. You know, I liked the old school one better. But it yeah. was like a twenty year album, so I mean they had to you know yeah re, re- uh, vision that I guess. But it right me didn't know yeah.
0: So um, let's see here. So uh, fearless Taylor's version was preceded by the, the the three tracks Love Story Taylor's version, You All Over Me with Ma- uh Maren Morris. And Mr. Perfectly Fine, uh, the first of which made Swift the first act since Dolly Parton to have both the original and the re-recording of a country of a single reach number one in the hot country charts. Uh, The closing track. This is really cool. The closing track of Red, Taylor's version, all too well. The 10 minute version uh, accompanied by the namesake short film directed by Taylor Swift. Debut atop the Hot 100, becoming the longest song in history to top the chart. That's amazing. No one wants to listen to a 10-minute song. That's why a lot of people have issues with like progressive metal bands, because you're like, okay, let's get to the point. The song's taking too long. Uh Yeah, a 10-minute song. Um, The film uh, was met with critical acclaim for Swift's direction. It won the MTV Video Music Award for Video of the Year. Uh, Swift's uh, record third win in the category and the Grammy Award for Best Music Video. Swift was was the highest paid female musician of 2021 and both her 2020 albums uh, and the re-recordings were ranked among the top 10 bestsellers of the year. She was, uh, before I continue, that music video, by the way, which is great, Mm -hmm. um, if you've got 10 minutes to spare, um, features the main character uh, is... uh, um, Oh gosh, what is her name in Stranger? It's the the redheaded girl from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. I can't... her name escapes me yeah. right now, but uh, yeah, she is she is the main character in okay. that. So, um, anyway, uh, so just cool little fact there. So Swift was the highest paid female musician of twenty twenty one. Um, oh, I already said that she was <laughs> she was awarded the National M- Music Publishers Association's Songwriter Icon Award among others. Uh, uh, Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version and This Love, Taylor's version were released in 2022 followed by All the Girls You Loved Before If This Was a Movie, Taylor's version Eyes Open, Taylor's version and Safe and Sound, Taylor's version featuring Joy Williams and John Paul White uh, in 2023 Speak Now, Taylor's version, the third album in the re-recording series is set for release on July 7th 2023, so we are getting another Speak Now now I'm looking forward to that. Speak Now is a great album. Um, there's a lot of great songs days, on right? there. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good. I can't wait. Um. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully soon.
1: So, well, so yeah, it
0: will, it will be soon. As of recording this, that's only like four days away. So, yeah. So, Speak Now
1: version is coming out. Yeah. Like a four. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Swift's 10th album, 10th studio album, Midnight, uh, which I haven't heard yet, but I heard it was great stuff.
0: Oh, man, it's got some, I got it's some bangers, good. right? It's good. Allie loves it. We listen to it a lot. Yeah, it's great. Um,
1: bangers, as you, as yeah. you would say. It uh, oh, yeah. was released on October 21st, 2022. Uh, she experimented with electronica and chill out music styles on it, which is always great to um, yeah. to reinvent your sound. Yeah. Rolling um, Stone's critics dubbed the album an instant classic. Uh, commercially, Billboard described the, the album as a blockbuster hit, and CNBC called Swift's called it Swift's biggest success yet. Which is, I mean, that's a big deal because yeah, I mean, you have the past like ten albums to go platinum pl- and double triple, you know. It's like okay, right. uh, so right. this album is the as be- biggest success yet. They said uh, breaking all breaking records across all form formats of music consumption, um, uh, and its lead single, Anti Hero became Spotify's most streamed album and song in one day. Or Spotify? Mm-hmm. Uh, with with hundred, 185 million and 17.4 million plays. Um, and the album, a U S best selling album and digital song of 2022 respectively. The album debuted atop the Billboard 200 with 1.57 million units, uh, making it Swift's fifth album to open up with over one million sales. Uh, she tied Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in years. I know. All <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, for the most number one uh, what number one albums among women and became the first artist in, in history to monopolize the Hot 100 entire top 10 okay that's pretty cool yeah um yeah. i guess it's lavender haze lavender haze that's one of Ally's favorites yeah became the second single on in november 2022 and karma which became the third i could be named by the remix feature of american rapper ice spice I don't I i have my, I my it's mixed feelings about her. I don't know I don't know about her yet. Okay. I don't, I don't know, know about Ice Spice. Right not yeah. familiar. She's like the biggest female rapper right now. Okay. So check her out, you know. Yeah. what you think about it next time. Okay. Um, she worked with her uh a accompanied by remix featuring American rapper Ice Spice in May twenty twenty three. Both peaked at number two on uh Hot One Hundred, which is a big deal too. Yeah, um, in March 2023, though uh, Swift embarked on Eras tour, mm-hmm. which broke the record for most concert tickets ever sold. And that's th- that's not fair. That's not <laughs> fair to say, because that that's all uh, Ticketmaster and um, and yeah. and the um, that other ticket ma- ticket t- um Live Nation that other ticket thing, Cohen. Live Nation. Live. Yes, it's all yeah, it's Live called, Nation. So. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it's sold, because of five thousand dollar ticket. Yeah. I mean Oof, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah so yeah. <laughs> um however though, a ticket was mildly using ca- castrated. Cast- Castig- well, cast- they should
0: have been castrated well, too. Well they should uh, be castrated. Castigated <laughs>
1: <laughs> for uh its mishandling of the ticket sales, triggering government and what West they
0: were doing East. to you whenever you buy company. tickets is you're getting castrated uh yes, for but my, the amount of
1: money. But- <laughs> My brother-in-law was not castrated. He was, he was smart. I love you, Roy. Um, where am I now? Okay, yeah, so uh, they were castrated for triggering uh, the government investigation to the go- So the government investigated in their whole yeah. scam, I guess. You would say. Right.
0: Well, there's so many fees that just don't make any sense and it's ridiculous. Like, you ever look at the breakdown oh, of man. the fees that Ticketmaster charges you for, it's like... Um, I had to blink three times when I was doing when I was doing this, so I'm going to charge you for it. It's it's stupid stuff, like it <laughs> yeah. really is. Like anyway,
1: yeah, the, yeah. The last time I bought anything on, on on Ticketmaster was um was going to see that Post from Malone, and yeah. They weren't even good seats for 200 bucks. I can't <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. So um, media outlets noted that with her 2020 2020 to 2023 releases, uh. Swift reached a new height of popularity. Uh, music business worldwide described it as a new stratosphere of global career success, which is true. While Rolling Stone said Swift managed to become bigger than ever before, which is on the lines of Michael Jackson's greatness. But yeah, they, I, mean, I
0: mean, like, and and that's where we're at now. Like, she is she is solidifying herself as yeah. more than just like an artist that came and went and then like, you never heard from her again.
1: I don't think she's bigger than Michael Jackson right now because, no, you know, and that's, and that's a hard accolade to finally to like Brazil and say, tell me about Taylor Swift. They might not know everybody uh, well, yeah. in the whole well, world knows Michael Jackson, you know? Right.
0: Yeah. So. And, and that's, and that's the thing. It, the, the whole Michael Jackson thing is going to be hard to top. Yeah. For a long is. time there, there <S laughs> is going to have to be, but, but here, here's what I will say. Yeah. At the you know, in several years, whenever we're looking back on some of the most influential and biggest musical acts that's ever been,
1: this is one of You
0: want to throw them in a top 10 category, Taylor Swift has to be up there, right yeah. along with Michael Jackson, right along with the Beatles, right along with Dolly Parton, whoever. Like, it's it's a big. She is a big deal, and we need we 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 need to understand that.
1: <laughs> I can't remember the the artist's name, but um, if if, if you know, please tell me. Like he wrote um, um, oh my god, be be humble, humble the song humble. Okay, oh, Kendri- Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick. yeah. Okay, yeah. So he, I heard that he almost won as much awards as Michael Jackson, like two or less.
0: Yeah, I would love to do a Kendrick Lamar episode. Yeah. I well, see that's a big deal, but he's not
1: guy i don't think he's anywhere near michael jackson's node right no.
0: level you know like no 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 of course yeah. not but i mean uh, and but, again uh, that's a really hard thing to reach oh
1: god yeah yeah yeah, yeah that that was a great album too i I, right. I have that album twice i bought the i bought the yeah. um the special edition and the yeah it's is great, it
0: damn great. is that is that the name of that damn. album? yeah damn? yeah, yeah. Damn. like it, it's it's incredible uh yeah, yeah. You know, and and what he did with the black panther soundtrack was amazing yeah, too god, i yeah. love the black panther soundtrack Great, yeah, uh, great, 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 great. And when's the last time we ever could even say that? How many people can look back on a soundtrack and be like, "Man, that was so!" I love the soundtrack to that movie. Like, no yeah. one says that anymore. No. So it's a big deal. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at with her now. Real quick, we'll talk about her influence and her legacy. As one of the leading musical artists of the 21st century, Swift has influenced the music industry in many aspects. Publications describe Swift as a cultural vitality uh, or zeitgeist. With Billboard noting. Uh, only few artists have ever Have had her chart success Critical acclaim and fan support Resulting in her wide impact uh, Publications consider Swift's Million selling albums as an anomaly In the streaming dominated Industry following the end of the Album era in the 2010s that They're right that's a big deal it, now it is. Um, Swift is the only Artist in the Luminate data History to have five albums Sell over a million copies In a week proving that she is the one, uh, quote, the one bending the music industry to her will, says the mm. New York magazine. Swift is also regarded as a champion of independent record shops, contributing to the 21st century vi- uh, vinyl revival. Yeah, I mean, duh, that work. me and you both. I, I mean, you're right. sitting here talking to people who absolutely love uh
1: of of fact, vinyl records. Yeah. If you if you live in Columbia, South Carolina, and I know you live close to me, so um, the Target on Harbison has almost every one of her uh, vinyl records, now, I'm, yeah. But I'm not sure if that's Taylor Taylor Fischer or what. Probably not, but um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, shout out yourself. to them. Uh, and
0: then uh, scratch and spin.
1: Scr- oh um, my gosh, Columbia,
0: and then for you Sumter folks, Music Gator—that's the place Gator. to go, man. If you want to get Take some vinyl feel, records, man. I am talking.
1: Yep. To Full in years, you know. Yeah, I hope he's doing okay, you know. So right. A variety dubbed Swift the Queen of Queen of Stream. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> uh, yeah. Um. After she archived multiple streaming feats, um. Economist Alan Krueger, uh, devised a his concept, Rocko rockonomics No Mics. Sure um right. a, a a monochromatic analyst of the music industry uh, using swift whom he considered an a, a, con, a um economic genius okay. is exactly
0: right like it's again look at the fact of what she's been able to do since the age of streaming has really taken off yeah um in a in a in a day and age where people hardly ever buy CDs and music anymore um, and she's able to do these things. It's, 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 and then you, I think it's, I think it's a big deal when you have a, a fan base that has a nickname. Um, right. I think that's, I think that says a lot. Um, so, and it, and it, you know, it shows, um, so Swift helped shape the modern country music scene as well. So like even going back to her country roots and all the things she's done for pop music, let's talk about what she did for country music. I mean, that's yeah. a big deal too having extended her success and fame beyond the US pioneered the use of internet myspace back in the day as a marketing tool and introduced the genre to a younger generation country labels have been have since become interested in signing young singers who write their own music uh her guitar performance they they want the next taylor swift it's what they're yeah. that's what they're looking for right her guitar performance has contributed to the taylor swift factor a phenomenon uh to which Uh, upsurge in guitar sales for women uh, and a previously ignored demographic is attributed. Uh, According to the publication, Swift changed the contemporary music landscape forever with the genre transitions across her career. A discography that accommodates cultural shifts and her power to quote, pull any sound that she wants into mainstream orbit. Mm. Furthermore, in being personal and vulnerable in her lyrics, music journalist Nick Cattucci um, opined Swift, now that we know how to pronounce that, behind <laughs> right. yeah. Swift uh, uh, p- uh, helped make uh, space for later pop stars like Billie Eilish, um, Ariana Grande, and Halsey to do the same thing. Scholars have also highlighted the literary sensibility and pop uh implications of Swift and her music in the 21st se- uh, century. So, there you go, man. Like, you cannot ignore the influence. That no. Taylor Swift has had on uh, this generation and what it does for musical artists and kind of showing everybody it's it is okay to be original it's okay to be open about it, you know as as we have explored with her you know relationships and with her musical style and the lyrics like she's open about who she is <clears throat> excuse me and I think that that's what draws people to her like myself like I love the originality being yourself it's not a fabricated thing. Now, unfortunately now, it is a fabricated thing because they're wanting the next Taylor Swift. Well, there was no Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. So, but she is she is holding to that originality. You can't mold her to make her into this thing that's going to sell money or sell tickets, you know? She is herself and and still manages to dominate the music industry. I just think it's great.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah agree with you on everything you said, because I think she's, I think she's one of the, um, one of the best acts out there today, besides ticket, (laughs) ticket fails, of course. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, if she keeps going like, like, uh, the way she's going right now, i think the whole world would recognize the name taylor swift instantaneously absolutely be right. like a Michael Jackson level kind of you know
0: that name is going to stick for a long time i can tell
1: you that yeah, yeah for sure yeah. for sure so thank you everybody listening to the show today if you if, if if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and review on apple podcasts or wherever you prefer the platform you choose yeah
0: and if you would like to follow us on our social media pages, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on the TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail Music Speak podcast and uh, give us a follow.
1: Yeah. Or, or would you like to be interviewed on the show? Reach out to us at When Words. I mean, no, that's, that's an old email. Huh? That's old one. James at When Words Fail. Dot, tell me out there. Yeah,
0: James at When it. Words Fail music dot com. Or And then meet. Blake at WhenWordsFailMusicSpeaks.com. Yeah, we've got our own personal ones here, so you can reach out to us individually. Yes.
1: Or you can message us on any social sites mentioned before.
0: That's right. And if you're watching on YouTube, first of all, thank you. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch uh, interviews, music video reactions, vinyl showcases, and much, much more. That's YouTube.com slash Uh Be sure to turn on the notifications bell so that you can be notified whenever new videos are uploaded. And uh, currently, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you don't mind giving us a thumbs up, maybe leave a comment. Let us know know what's your favorite. Smash it. And uh, comment with uh, your favorite Taylor Swift album. What is the one that takes the cake for you? Let us know.
1: Blake's is Midnight's, I
0: think, presumably. My favorite Taylor Swift album is Red. Okay. Going with Red.
1: Mine's 1989. Okay. Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? Tell tell us in comments. Or it's okay to be wrong. Tell us when you write your review to, for our podcast on Apple Apple Podcasts. That would help us, sure. for sure. Yeah, say say I came from episode what is it now two hundred uh,
0: <laughs> whatever episode. I came from,
1: from two hundred something. I'm, I came here from the from the Taylor Swift episode. it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And to, tell us your favorite your favorite album from her. Right. Yes. Uh, for all of these links, though, or to find out more about us, or to buy some of awesome merchandise. Visit our website, com.
0: Yep. Our logo was created by One Up Graphics and our theme song, as mentioned before, created by the talented Doc Brass. Uh, You know, prayers for you, buddy. Hopefully everything works out here soon. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You can follow both of them on Instagram and Twitter. It's at One Up Graphics and at DOK Brass. Um, If you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. Got a new episode in the works. Hopefully get that out soon. Um, with an original not an original, with a short story uh, this time about the Crybaby Bridge. So that was interesting. I'm gonna kinda experimenting here. Um it's available it's all about true crime, paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. If that's your thing, check it out. Uh, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts, including
1: Apple Podcasts. Nice. And I just learned this from Bruce Lee just now before we recorded. But both coffee has a phone app. You can yes. do it now. Just type in Bones Coffee Company and um they they have the logo on it you can download it. Yeah. I haven't been using it yet, but Blake says it's it's hundred percent easy to use. Just
0: ordered, yeah, just ordered a new uh flavor variety pack. So uh and it was very, very easy, helpful, saves your information, sends you notifications when things go on sale, new flavors, whatever. Um it's great. The app is so very there was a
1: big shout out to them because they are our our sponsors for this episode. Uh, remember to use discount code MUSICSPEAKS, all one word at checkout for ten percent off your order at BonesCoffee.com, and also uh go to BetterHelp.com because you'll get a ten percent off any of your first month of therapy and to get matched with a the therapist that's perfect for you. All you gotta type in when you when you check out is "Music Speaks" all one word again, and it's instant ten percent off your first month.
0: There you go. Uh, We do not own any of the music that was used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is
1: intended. James, you got anything else? No, sir. Although, until next time, always remember when when words fail. Music speaks. See ya.